go. All right, here we are, episode number two of the Bourbon Bros. Supplement Snoop, Supplement Engineer, the Bourbon Bros. We cover a little bit of everything from A to Z, and uh, it's good to be back with you, brother. Right. Same here, my man. Yeah, I, I, I got you mid-sip. That was, that was <laughs> oh, my fault. My I, I was trying to type it right. I thought, all right, how, how long is he going to jam all this? Can I, can I squeeze in a sip? Can I not? Can I do it? Can I do it? And I just said, screw it. And Well, it, it's what happens, you know. Well, and with me, I understand, like, usually you can sit here for a while while I talk. That's all we do. Well, that's, that's the whole reason I like to do podcasts, man. I, I like to be the one that just kind of, like, ask questions here there, like, let people do all the other talking. That's why yeah. I married Sandy. Like, she, she does all the talking, and I just I, – I have my little – I pick my spots, and then you just kind of go, and you, you let the, the the stars of the show do all the do all the other stuff, and I just make smart-ass sure. remarks from the sideline. Yeah, hey, man, that's a good deal. That's a sweet deal if you can get it. Yeah. How was the uh, – how was your 4th of July since we just finished uh, that holiday this past weekend? It was very – very low key because we have a pretty crazy weekend this weekend. We have um, a lot of travel this week, and then uh, next week is another travel weekend. So this Fourth of July, very low key. We had to get a lot of things like in order just so we could, you know, the way it goes when uh, you try to get some because we have we have uh, some travel, a road trip, a flight, and then mm-hmm. some people are coming to stay with us this weekend. So. I don't want to be like stuck, you know, kind of doing work. So we're trying to get everything sort of, um, you know, ahead of time as much as possible. So we don't get pulled away from, you know, that whole like unplugging from your, from your stuff that you got to do from time to time, but you have to usually get things in order first. So anyway, uh, we didn't do a whole lot. It was, it was a lot of like, um, like I said, just prep work and things like that. So what about you? Uh, we did Saturday was a pretty normal day for us. We got the uh, the halfling. So Sandy's sister uh, is uh, her oldest sister. So Sandy's the youngest of three. We got the their furniture for them. Their seven year old has like a full like queen size bed dresser nightstand kind of thing. So we ripped out all of Sophia's stuff, put all that in Saturday. That was you don't realize how much shit there is like tucked in corners in rooms until you like move it all out and you vacuum oh, yeah, it. There's, there's still stuff scattered all over the place. So that was, mm-hmm. I mean, that was, that was all right. It's just, I, I hate seeing things messy. And so like when you're in the shit of it, before you get everything organized, you've got the stuff that's going in there, you got the stuff you pulled out and it's all just thrown all over the goddamn place. And you're like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so right. So that's, so the way I am, I'm not necessarily like a, like a clean freak where, you know, you're like OCD about it, but I hate yeah when stuff is like a mess like when stuff is just everywhere and like we've been we've been moving so much like that was one of the big things that was driving me crazy was that things were not in their place and they're like out and they're in the way and like that disorganization when you have like stuff all over the place it like sinks into my and then i feel like i'm disorganized so even you talking about it is like giving me anxiety (laughs) (laughs) i was like i totally feel you on that one I know. And then uh, Sunday, this was a busy, like, usually we're pretty low-key on the weekends. Like, all right, we'll do, I will have, like, a, a, a normal month. Like, we'll wake up, hang out, make breakfast. Uh, Sophie will take a nap. Sandy will watch TV or do some homework or whatever. I'll do the podcast, and then we'll go out to Iron Wolf, the, the distillery, on Saturday. Mm. And then we'll come back. And then Sunday's kind of more or less the same, you know, church, grocery, breakfast, all that good stuff. Come back home, hang out, read, do do whatever. And then the afternoon is just relaxation. So, this, it's busy for us is what busy what I'm about to get into is like it's busy for us but it's probably not busy for like the average person that likes to go out and do a bunch of stuff so mm-hmm. 
for Fourth of July, uh, we went over to uh, the house of one of Sandy's students, who Sandy's really good friends with the mom, but she's gotten to know the daughter really well because the school Sandy teaches at it's a, a private Christian school, so that it's a very small school. I think the graduating class is only like eighty or eighty-five kids there, or something mm-hmm. like that. So she's gotten to know the mom really well. They go out to lunch or dinner, you know, once a month or something like that. So we went there. Sandy was in the pool with all the girls. Me and uh, the woman's husband Mario were sitting behind the bar grilling food and I was mixing up old fashions and doing bourbon. I brought this. Yeah, yeah, of course. And they said, well, Hey, you know, Tanya said, have Robert, we'll have Robert doing old fashions. And Sandy said, okay. And so my mind is, well, that means I got to show up with bourbon. So I roll in there with seven different bourbons, the giant tub of Luxor. (laughs) (laughs) Mario said, what do you, what he said, he said, he said, I said, Mario, you said, he said, uh, hold on, let me back up. I'm stumbling over myself. Mario looks at me and says, Robert, what what is this? And I said, mm-hmm. Tanya told Sandy that to, told me to come where to make old fashioned. I said, when you tell me to do that, I'm bringing the whole oh, party. Right. This is this is my wheelhouse. Like yeah, I'm gonna show is- up and I'm gonna fuck shit up for sure. Yeah. Right. And so I mean the whole reason I wouldn't have taken that onus on, but we had Sandy's faculty party a couple months back at in May. And it was the same thing there. It was like, hey, Tell Robert to come and make old fashioned. So I made like sixty of those giant ice cubes that you put in, like the giant rocks that you put in there, and I brought all the yeah. birds. I figured let's just do it. And so I did the same thing Monday night because we went over to another faculty member of that the school of Sandy teaches and hung out with them and their kids on Monday afternoon. So it was it was a lot of old fashioned mixing and, and eating barbecued smoked chickens, brisket, hot dogs, all that good stuff. So yeah, because like that's asking you like I, I get it like nonchalantly. Oh hey, uh, we can make some old fashions. That's like. It's like asking Ronnie Coleman, like, hey, let's go get a quick workout in. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> there's no halfway to do there's it. There's no, like, you're asking, like, like the, the old-fashioned master to show up just casually. It's not going to happen. No. And, I mean, we, we were over at their house right after we had the that snowpocalypse in Austin back around uh, Valentine's Day time when the whole city lost power for, like, a week or whatever. Mm-hmm. They still had power through this whole thing. So, like, the night before everything got back to normal, they invited us over. Um, and so we showered there and so I showed Mario how I make my old fashioned. So he's seen me do all this and he realizes like all the, like the nitty gritty, like details and Nat's ass stuff and all I do all that. It's just, man, it's like, there's, there's no way that it's, we're not gonna, we're not gonna skimp on anything. It's going to be, yeah, do it or not. I, I had, like, I had some bourbon, but it was, um, oh, you know what I did? It was Monday night, Monday night, mm-hmm. Jacob, Jacob and I did, uh, <laughs> I don't know what it is, man. So we do, we do our formula podcast. We just, you know, mm-hmm. kind of catch up and. Yeah. Um, we'll we'll get. I told you the one time we we grabbed a bottle of double oaked and we drank the whole oh, thing. We drank for the, double oaked is so we, good. We drank, so good. We drank the whole bottle in a podcast. Like <laughs> it was. Well, it was me, him, and Isaac. Isaac was helping us. Like and so, yeah. dude, we crushed an entire bottle of double oaked in one podcast. It was only like forty five minutes. So this last Monday, I grabbed um, some of that Russell's Reserve ten. 10 year that I showed yeah. you before. It's like yeah. 30 bucks here and it tastes yeah, it's really, really good. good. It's a hell of a deal. Yeah. So I just grabbed a bottle and went over there and we didn't kill the whole thing, but we damn near killed the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I know you, you typically like Eagle Rare, don't you? I love Eagle Rare. You can't find it anywhere around here. So yeah. when I moved, when I moved from Delaware to Virginia, I actually grabbed the last like uh, four bottles of uh, Eagle Rare that they had at the liquor store, and then I left them like at my friend's house. Yeah. And uh, apparently, I apparently I'm not getting them back. So. 
<laughs> no, he, he knows he knows what's up with that. Well, so they're both for the listeners that may not go know what's going on. Russell Reserve is a ten year. Eagle Rare is a ten year. Um, do you have a preference between those two as far as a ten year? I mean, like I know there's there's from two different st- distilleries. Russell's Reserve is from mm-hmm. the, the Wild Turkey side, and then Eagle Rare is Buffalo Trace products. So, do you have a preference between the two? Eagle Rare definitely. Yeah. Um, Russell's Reserve just like I said, it's. 30 bucks here and then I can find it anytime I go in there. That's the thing about Eagle Rare is yeah. it's rare. <laughs> like, so it's like, you know, but when I see Eagle Rare, it's usually around like 50 something, which is great. I think great price for that. But mm-hmm. you know, you're starting you're starting to see it where all of a sudden you're paying like crazy amounts of money for it. And it's like, I like Eagle Rare better, but is it worth the the legwork you have to do and then the extra cost. It's like, I'll have a bottle of that if I can, but then for stuff I just want to have when I want it, right. you know, something like Russell's Reserve or something like that's good for me. So I, I really like the, the Russell's. Yeah. I need to try. I've got a bottle of Russell's here. I need to try Eagle Rare. I've yet to try that. But like you said, you I can't find it anywhere. Rare? I've never tried it and I can't find oh, it around here. Man. You will love it. It's so good. So, I'm, it's I'm one sure of, it is. definitely one of my favorites. You know what I'm going to get to try this week? What's that? So I don't know if I told you this uh, story yet, but so one of our friends, so this week, uh, a couple people are sort of flying in from all over the country to my friend's house in Virginia. Mm-hmm. And then, and then they were all going to drive down here to come hang out with us. And I was like, well, I'm not, I'm not missing that car ride. Right. So I'm going to fly to Virginia to drive back here the next day. <laughs> I was like, I want to be, I want to be on that road trip. I'm not going to not be on that road trip. So yeah. one of our friends, he came in for the, uh, the uh, three-year party, the Greenville store opening, mm-hmm. uh, TNS's new store. And he had never had bourbon before. And we went to the one bar around here. He, he may have tried it, but maybe it was probably like shitty bourbon. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that was the night we killed like two bottles of Blanton's at the bar. Okay. That was that same night. Yeah. Yeah. So the first real bourbon that he was drinking was Blanton's. I was like, man, you're like, you're spoiled. He somehow found like multiple bottles of Blanton's gold and he shipped the bottle the other day to my friend's house. So when we get there on Thursday, that's what we're going to have. I've never had it before. I've only ever even seen one bottle and that was at Accents Ledges, um, like headquarters, right. which yeah. they, they, they have like an absurd collection there, but we didn't drink it. Like that's, I've never even, I've never even seen it available. Wednesday. Yeah. We're going to get to try that on Thursday. I cannot wait. Outstanding. Yeah, I was. I got to try that Booker's that I sent you the picture of. Mm, that was uh, that awesome. was a, that was a Fourth yeah. of July. That was really really good. And the Mario, the guy's house right. He said he bought that like seven years or so ago, and he said it's just been sitting back there. So he said it's been sitting in the oh. back of his cabinet. So I said, well, yeah, I mean that Booker's is like a hundred and however much bottle, and it was a cask strength, so it was a hundred and twenty-five proof, one hundred and thirty proof, something like that. And it was that first sip was super potent mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. after that first sip like kills all your taste buds it's glorious mm-hmm. after that everything everything's good after that yeah there's definitely been some times i don't even know if i've um i don't even know if i've had a proof that high maybe but you you have that first sip and it hits you so hard and then you kind of go um you have a couple more sips and you realize it's not bothering you and then i'm like oh shit that's probably not good yeah, <laughs> like wait a minute, this should still this should still taste kind of. Uh, kind yeah, of like I don't know, like if you if you start to like nose a glass or something, can you pick up all like the subtle like 
scents and tasting notes and all of that sometimes? Sometimes. I, sometimes I think they're full of shit. Sometimes I think they're just trying to make it sound good. I'm like, it smells like gasoline. What the fuck are you talking yeah. about? Doesn't yeah. Speak. It's like like if I've opened up a bottle of Old Forester and they, they have a, a – one of their things is like they have a, a kind of predominantly like banana smell to it. And so mm. I was sniffing it and I thought, all right, yeah, I can kind of pick that up. Usually you get like the caramel notes, the vanilla. Mm -hmm. I opened up that bottle of Booker's and I've never smelt apple or apple juice before, but man, it was like no, you get a mm. very, very like apple-y pearish kind of smell on it. It was it was crazy. Delicious. Nice. Um, you know, I was feeling it the next morning, but you know, that's that's all good. Yeah, the so and speaking of sup so we can tie supplements into that, like yeah. Have you tried any of like the anti? So I saw the other day at TNS, Jacob had uh, it's an like an anti-alcohol product mm -hmm. from Life Extension, and then yeah. there's like um, Build Fast Form that we talked about these products before. Um, yeah, Outfit has that Rewind product. Have you ever tried any of the like anti-alcohol, anti-hangover? No, products? I haven't. Usually, I just pop some knack before I go and. One mm -hmm. or two other things mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. I'll do. Uh, I'll do NAC and maybe one or two other like bulk supplements. Like taurine's got some good like hepatoprotective properties. Theanine, strangely enough, does. Yeah. And uh, reishi mushroom. So I'll I'll mix up some of those, or at least have them like an hour or two before that, and then the next day I'll I'll do all of that again. But I, there's there's one in that there's an ingredient in the out and fit one that accelerates the metabolism of alcohol to kind of clear it through your system faster. I yeah. can't remember what the name of that ingredient is. I'll have to. I'll, I'll look it up while you uh. Are you yeah, because there's like quercetin, I think, is in there. There's mm -hmm. they have some ashwagandha. There's cetria glutathione. Um, what else is in there? It does work. I think it works. And it also like they they've started to. I, I noticed. I don't know if they did like a second round. It tastes a lot better uh, this time around. So uh, first, should I re rewind? Here we go. Mm -hmm. Hang over an electrolyte complex. Yeah, usually for me, it's all bulk stuff. Um, yeah, right, KSM, so you're, you're basically doing the same thing just on your own, unflavored. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a little worse here. Let me share the screen. We can show the uh, listeners so we can tie this in and while we got this break. Yeah, sorry, Brooke. Well, once, Justin and I will introduce you to the wonderful world that is bourbon, but thank you for tuning mm -hmm. in. And uh, yes. JoJo has is, is become a regular on here. Thank you guys for listening. For anybody else tuning in, it's we're not strictly just going to rant about bourbon. Any questions you guys have, like Justin said in the intro, uh, nutrition, lifting, lifestyle, supplements, mm -hmm. bourbon, anything else, favorite sleeping positions, all of that. Anything. Kind of stuff. Literally Perfect. anything. Yeah. We are we here to talking, be right, used we, started off, we started off with bourbon because we were talking about 4th of July and we were talking about like uh, some upcoming right. um, festivities. Okay, let's see if I can yeah, this thing's cool. Yeah, I remember when it first came out, you and I were, were talking about it. Um, so, yeah, they did the smart workaround by not having uh, – knack in there so they can get it on Amazon if they want to. So they got the mm -hmm. cetriaglutathione. Uh, CoQ10, that's another expensive ingredient. I don't think people realize how expensive CoQ10 Very is. Very expensive. Too. Yeah, that's why, like, you know, you see this. It's twenty one ninety nine for five servings. But, I mean, if it was $20 a serving, if it stopped the hangover, like, it would be freaking worth it. I think everybody, yeah. everybody can agree with that. Absolutely. Yeah, this is the one I was thinking of, the dihydromyricetin. Mm -hmm. uh, DHM or whatever the uh, the abbreviation for it is. Yeah, ginger's interesting. Mm -hmm. oh, I know ginger's got some like pain relieving properties and it's anti inflammatory. I wonder if that's the reason they're including it or something else. Yeah, anti inflammatory and then also like good for the gut. Good oh for yeah, the stomach and too. Like that. So 
you know, might might uh, calm the acid stomach and things like that. Well, a lot of this too is like, I don't know about you, man, but like when I, if even if I just like have like a little bit to drink, I don't sleep well. That's always been like a big problem with me. Um, yeah. You, you know, feel restless all night kind of thing? I wake up and I'm like, you feel terrible, but you're like wide awake at the same time. It's like the worst feeling because then there's no there's no like uh, recovery there because you're not sleeping, you know, you're not sleeping and uh, recovering and getting rid of all that stuff and sort of like resetting your system. So that's one thing that I've noticed that, that product helps too is, you know, I'm sure the uh, KSM in there kind of helps, but um, yep. just being able to stay asleep and get rid of that uh, helps a little bit too. So that's always been an issue for me. Even if I just have like a little bit, it throws my sleep off completely. Yeah. Does it, is it, do you think it's a, a spirit dependent? So mm-hmm. bourbon doesn't really seem to affect me that much. Like if I have way too much, then yeah, I'm not going to sleep well or into those things. But like, I don't get hangovers. I don't feel irritable the next day or anything like that off bourbon. But if it's like tequila, rum, and it's been so long since I've had rum or anything else that I just don't, or if it's really like, if it's a shitty beer, it's, that's bad. Yep. Or if like a really hoppy beer, which is why I don't go for IPAs because I don't like all the little fun little bioactives and congeners that are in there. No, thanks. Yeah. I, that's one reason why I like bourbon is because I don't get hangovers, you know, unless you're, unless you go absolutely crazy. Right. You kill two bottles of Blanton's in one night. <laughs> Granted, there was a few of us. There was, well, there was three of us. Wow. There was only three of us. Now I think about it. Jeez. Um, we, you know, there, there's like different things definitely like exactly what you just said sometimes you drink like those heavy like ipas and stuff like that and it just makes you feel bad um but bourbon treats me really well you know what i mean i it's good you, you can have just like a little bit of it and you're you get like an immediate sort of like relaxation but also cognitive like boosting and things like that you just feel and as long as you know you don't go too crazy i don't experience any hangovers yeah exactly Jojo, y'all make me want to become a drinker just to relate a little better. All calories matter. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. That is one thing, too, that people always ask me about, like, diet and stuff like that. I said, well, like, I don't I don't drink any calories, really, you know, like, yeah. ever. I haven't. And I don't – I eat pretty boring, I think, like most people would consider. Mm-hmm. But part of it is because of this. Like, because when I – I don't eat, like, sweets. I don't, like, eat um, – junk food doesn't really, like – yeah it's this is where i'll go if i'm gonna like cheat i i don't like that term but it's just um yeah i don't i don't that's why i eat pretty boring you know this is sort of my deviation from the plan yeah gives you more it gives you more room like the less other bullshit you have in your diet the more you have room for bourbon yeah 100 percent. so it's all or balance right brooks down in florida she wishes she had a nutrition store like tns well, I will say there's there's no nutrition store quite like TNS. I don't know if you've ever watched their content and their videos, but there's some epic individuals down there. But there is, I think, you know, like we, I don't know, man. I maybe it's because it, it's hard for me because I only see things in the lens that we sort of look at it, where I know a lot of people that are that are doing things a little bit different, but. Right. Then you sort of get out there and you do realize what most people are sort of subjected to you know, mm-hmm. all the time. And it's kind of like a shock to the system because we see things a little bit different. You know, we're exposed to just different things than a lot of people are. Agreed. Yeah. Um, any new packages rolled your way this week or new products you've been trying out? 
Uh, we got to try the ghost Oreo last week. How was that? I, I don't think we, because we didn't talk about that last week, right? We, um, I think it showed up Thursday or maybe even, maybe even later on in the day, Wednesday. Yeah. Um, so the big, the big deal was actually, you can probably see the, the case back there. They did a really cool, like, it was like a sneaker box. Mm-hmm. You know, those guys are big, like sneaker heads and things like that. Yeah. So it came, it came in like a really cool sneaker box. And then they had the Oreo. Uh, protein. It's an official collaboration with Oreo. It was a huge deal for the, mm-hmm. for, I think, for the supplement space. And um, they said they've been working on it for years. And it came with a, uh, a little thing of Oreos and then also a glass for your milk. Um, so then they had like nice. a really cool, like, uh, uh, Oreo has like this very specific thing they do when it comes to like dunking your Oreos. And this, uh, it was mm-hmm. like, it was a really cool experience. It was really cool. Like, uh, it's just amazing to see um, how the supplement space has sort of come in the last like few years, and I think that that's why Ghost gets so much well-deserved credit. Is there? There's a lot of people doing collabs, but they're I don't want to say you know they're like the originators of it, but at the same time they're they're just doing some cool things to add to an already like good brand. So I think that anytime anytime you see stuff like this, it's going to push the rest of the industry to try to like keep up or Um, you know maybe outdo them so everybody wins from that but the yeah i mean were they the first i think they were if not they're certainly the most well known yeah they i I don't know they probably were i'll just go ahead and say that they were yeah i mean i I feel like they were i couldn't think of anybody else doing it before them like all the uh jim wasn't doing it optimum never Mm -hmm. did it uh Mm -hmm. Yeah, because then, like, um, you know, we've seen some really cool ones. There are some other really cool ones coming. I know, like, Rise just did a Stunning Delight one. Mm-hmm. Um, Axe and Sledge has a really huge one coming uh, that people are going to like. And they just did the Icy one. Right. Um, but I think Ghost just has it sort of, like, a lot. I don't want to say it like this, like, but a lot of people are, are trying to catch up with Ghost, which is why they remain you know, kind of on the branding aspect, like ahead of the curve a little bit is they're kind of playing their own game. And then a lot of people are sort of following suit. You know what I mean? So I think that that's why they're, they're always tough to catch in that department because they're kind of, they're kind of leading the charge in a lot of ways. While we're on the the topic of this, and I see, I see Jojo just popped the question in the feed. I want to get to that in a second, but while we're on the the topic of collaborations, Um, I want to say like, so ghost has always rung true to themselves. Like they just do what they um, want to do. And and that's it. What do you think about when brands deviate from it and say they want to start doing a collaboration or they do something like another brand has done? Does that, is it still possible for them to remain true to their ideals? Like if they did an official collaboration, just somebody that's more like their style. So, you know, like Axe Sledge, if they actually did a partnership with, with Jack Daniels or Woodford or, or Blanton's or something right. like that. So that, that fits the lifestyle because Seth mm-hmm. and Mike and all those guys, Pat, they're all bourbon guys or whiskey guys. Um, but you know, you just get like a random person, they go and they do like, uh, I don't know, uh, like a, I, I can't even think of a candy right now. Peach rings. They, they line up with the official peach rings people and just do it. But typically they're like a super hardcore brand. I mean, mm-hmm. would that make sense or yeah. How do you do it authentically? I guess is a better way to do it. Well, I think that it's a good question. I know cause a lot of people, the, the rise sunny D, um, collaboration kind of, uh, brought up this topic of conversation just in the circles that I know is like, well, you know, kind of what does that have to do with them? I think that there's, um, 
maybe it didn't matter as much before, but now as a lot of people are doing it, now it's just like everything else. Like when you see marketing and branding, as it's becoming more popular, yeah. is it more true to the brand? You know what I mean? Is going to become more important. Whereas maybe like if somebody, if you were one of the first ones to do this, maybe it didn't matter because it's just like, oh, this is just really cool because no one else is ever doing it. But now it's like, now you can kind of look and go, okay, well, I like, you know, these collabs are cool, but this is what this brand has been preaching. I think that's why um, it's so cool with Ghost is yeah. they, they've uh, made collabs with stuff that they, they really like anyway. And the protein, yeah. uh, getting back to the actual protein itself, it was really good. I mean, it, obviously Oreo, it's like you're, you're, <laughs> you're not going to touch uh, what an Oreo cookie tastes like when it comes to a protein. Um, right. There's been some really good like cookies and cream takes mm -hmm. out there in the market, but um, a lot of chunks, a lot of good. Uh, so the protein came out really good, and they, you know, they they hit. I mean, they hit it about as close as I think that you're that you're gonna get yeah. when it comes to something well, like that. And that's they've nailed down the two biggest like cookie uh, houses with that. They got Oreo and uh, Chips Ahoy. Chips Ahoy. I mean, I, did, I liked it better than Chips Ahoy, but I think also because I like Oreos better than Chips Ahoy cookies. But yeah, um, yeah, they did a really good job. They did a really good job. Their um, their collaborations uh, have come through, and like I said, it. I think to your point, it does matter. It's and it's going to matter more and more going forward, because now it's just starting to feel like it's just a, another play on the same thing other people are doing. And I don't think customers are going to get excited about it anymore. They're gonna go. Does this even make sense for the brand? You know what I mean. So, right. Jojo, any thoughts on granite supplements vaso pump? Yes, there's lots of thoughts on it. <laughs> First off, John Meadows is is just an awesome human being, super knowledgeable, yeah. super kind and generous. He's just he's yeah. The man. I'll, I'll finally get to meet him next week. Oh, he's gonna be at the uh, the thing y'all are doing. Mm -hmm. He'll be at the uh, the bullfrog. Three yeah, Ohio. yeah, the Bullfrog um, anniversary event is next weekend, and uh, we'll be flying up there on Friday. Jacob's flying up on Thursday. We'll do some content up there, and uh, we'll hang out. A lot of a lot of good people are going to be up there. Sweet. So, yeah, they usually have a good they group. They have a good uh, turnout. Just like big names and stuff like that show up. Mm -hmm. It's a cool formula. Really cool. I haven't actually used the product, um, but it's a it's just a good. That's that's if you don't get a pump from a formula like this and you've got something wrong with your diet and something wrong with your uh hydration and training style or whatever because this is a, it's a killer formula yeah i mean everything's well dosed you're attacking just about every major uh avenue or pathway that you get hit as far as pumps you got citrulline giving you the arginine precursor you got vaso drive which is inhibiting ace which is going to make for more open uh relaxed blood vessels you got arginine nitrates giving you the nitrate side for hitting the nitric, the nitrate, nitrite, nitric oxide pathway. Plus, you get the arginine to complement the citrulline for giving you more fuel for the citrulline, arginine, nitric oxide pathway. Mm -hmm. You got taurine for your water-based pump since it's an osmoline. It's going to encourage cellular hydration. And you got grapeseed for the polyphenols to stimulate endothelial nitric oxide synthase. So along the same lines as something like a vaso six or a pomegranate extract would. I mean, it's just, it's it's not overdone. Nothing is overdone. There's no redundancies right. in the formula. It's very, very complimentary. Mm -hmm. Got some vitamin C and some niacin in there. I like, um, I've, I'm a huge fan of Drive. I think that yeah. a lot of pump products, you know, tend to, or ingredients tend to be 
trying to do the same thing. I think like what you said, like with redundancy, but basal drive to me is like a little bit unique, which is, and just through con every time I use a product that contains it, I like it. You know what I mean? It's just, uh, and there's something that I think that we could talk about when it comes to the arginine nitrate. Um, that's important. It's the NO3T constantly confuses people. And I have to go through this with people all the time. And I get it because I was confused about it uh, for a while. But I know um, Joey Supplement Lab, Joey posted an actual chart um, yeah. because it's, it's all patented stuff, right? So a lot of the information wasn't available for a while. But you can't compare one to one, say, arginine nitrate versus, say, sodium nitrate, for example. Right. Um, just because this has two grams, the nitrate content seems to like kind of work itself out where it's pretty similar uh, when it comes to these things because like for people that don't know arginine nitrate arginine bonded with the actual nitrate molecule it's about i think it's like 75 percent, 76 percent, maybe specifically arginine and then the rest is nitrate so of the two grams you're getting three quarters of it is arginine and then there's the nitrates whereas something like sodium nitrate is exactly the reverse it's like 75% or maybe even a little bit more nitrates and then a little bit of sodium. So yeah. you can't just go, you can't just look at the dosage of a nitrate and say, that's it. Cause I remember like I said, uh, supplement lab posted on Instagram one day, an actual chart where you can see exactly what the ratios of every single um, NO3T ingredient. That was really helpful. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's what you got to be careful. You can't like people say, well, what's better, betaine nitrate or arginine nitrate? And it's like you're, you're going after the nitrate content. So if, as long as you're getting, you know, the payload amount of nitrate, the, the total amount, and it's, it's always based on milligrams per kilogram. But I think like the actual yield of nitrate you want is somewhere in like the, I don't know, 500 to 1000 milligrams, 500 to 1200 milligrams of active nitrates. So whichever way you want to spin, however many grams of nitrate you want to put in there to do it, uh, that's what you want to go for. Um, well, and I think that that's one of the added, um, I know the provider of nitrates gets a lot of deserved shit in this space, but also at the same time, there's uh, some good things to the way that they do things because they approve every formula and things like that that their pro that their nitrates go in they, there's a whole process to to get approved by them they they're very hands-on which is good because they're not gonna like you can't just go and say i'm going to use 10 different nitrate sources and then because it could end up being dangerous you know what i mean right. they're they're actually gonna go through and they would say like no that's too much you can't use it with this it's not safe to use it with this like other things like that so there is a little bit of, uh, you know, maybe over control there at some time, but you know, that's, it's, it's probably a good thing. So yeah. that is one good thing. When you start seeing companies use, uh, those nitrates, it, it, it has to be a quality company doing it. They will not allow, um, you know, subpar quality companies to use their nitrates. It's at least from what I've seen. And, if you see somewhat of a, a shade, we've seen this before in the past, like companies will claim that they're using uh, these patented or trademark ingredients like from compound and things like that. And they'll be using DMA. You, that's, they would never approve that. You know that that company has not gone through the proper channels, which is kind of a scary thing in the industry. It does happen. But usually if you see these nitrates, you know it's, it's going to be a quality product because they actually have to approve it. Uh, from their end. Correct. 
Um, I'm glad, glad, glad you mentioned that. Remind me to about shady stuff. Don't let me forget that. Bring that up in a second. Uh, granite. Um, there, Jojo also asked questions about uh, Granite's thing here. That's on the Granite pre-workout supplement. Boop. Okay. Supplement facts. Here we go. Now, this has gone through a couple of different iterations. So the initial one was called, Granite's initial product was called Arc Reactor. Um, and then they called it, I think, just pre-workout. And now this has been through GX pre-workout. So it's been through a few different iterations. The initial formula did not have theanine in it, which I, I, I'm not a fan of. And I don't think Justin usually is a fan of it, except in certain extreme cases of having theanine in a pre-workout. I've this is odd that they would have uh, a non-compliant label. Um, granted, I'm surprised. Um, Where are you saying non-compliant label? Well, it's not listed in proper order on the... Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, ex explain it for the listeners is, is, I guess, what I'm getting at. What yeah, makes this so, non-compliant? Yeah, and, and when I say non-compliant, it doesn't mean that there's, like, something shady or nefarious or anything like that going on. It's just... When you, when you list things on your label like this, it's supposed to be like in descending order where you have the first ingredient would be citrulline, then the next ingredient should be creatine because it's three grams, then betaine nitrate and so on and so forth. From largest to smallest dose, which is not here, it does happen. I, I, we see it all the time. It's technically, technically you're not supposed to do it this way, um, but it's also doesn't mean it doesn't mean there's something like shady going on or anything like that. Because again, but this kind of ties into it too, because it's got more nitrates in it. As we know, you start stacking these nitrate forms together, it could potentially low blood pressure and things like that when it comes to stacking too many pump products. So yeah. they look at the brand's formulas before approving this. So two grams of betaine nitrate and two grams of arginine nitrate, obviously, according to them, plenty safe for people to do. Right. So, but I mean, it's a cool formula. Like, I, you know, I would, there are some things that, I prefer not to have in there, but uh, it doesn't make it a bad thing. Yeah, I don't think Cooperzine, I don't know about you, man, but I don't think Cooperzine, I wish people would take Cooperzine out of pre-workouts. It's in every pre-workout, and I don't think it should be in there. Yeah, I mean, it's 50 micrograms. It's, it's in so many other things before, and I know you and I have touched on this a, a bunch of the times over the years. It's like we're yeah. seeing it in sleep aids, you're seeing it in nootropics, you're getting it in pre-workouts. Um, I mean, it's just, it's all over the place. And I, it's really easy to to overdo it. Um, yeah, I don't think it sh I don't think it should be in pre workouts. I just really I think nootropics fine. I actually kind of like it in the sleep aid. Saying I just don't think. And I remember having this conversation with the Glaxon guys. I know Joey was a big proponent too. He's like I yeah. he's like it shouldn't. He's like I don't like it in there. Um, but it's in every freaking pre workout too. I think it's just one of those things that people. It's just a trend in the industry where we sort of throw it in there. But yeah, um, yeah, I don't like fiending in there, but a lot of people do. So right, and it's it's just uh, individuals. I mean, it, this is a well-dosed formula. It's it's complete formula. You're getting a full dose of creatine in there. You're getting the the full 2.5 grams of betaine once you take the the betaine nitrate component and the betaine anhydrous right there. Yeah. That, so for me, I I would go. This is just me personally. Like I said I think. I think mean, you'll always get your money's worth. You always get quality when it comes to granite. But this is why we always talk about like there's no like best pre-workout. Like there's there's definitely people out there that would they're gonna absolutely love. There's tons of performance ingredients in there. 
Yeah. I just think when you put things together, like 200 milligrams of caffeine with 200 milligrams of theanine, a one-to-one -one ratio, and then also tea cream as well, it's just going to be too, it's going to be way too calming for me. This is going to be like, which I get it. Like, I'm not saying run right out there and be like stimmed out of your mind and stuff like that, but it almost, uh, it just gets to a point where it's like, we're just doing too many conflicting things sometimes in pre-workouts when it's like, why not just either go non-stim? Like I would, instead of using this, I would just go non-stim. I would just use something without any stimulants at all because yeah, uh, the way these things sort of work together for me don't ultimately give me a good feeling when I'm in the gym. But other people are going to use it and you know probably feel great. So uh, it's always a little tough. Yeah, but I would probably if I was going to create a granite like pre-workout stack, I would take their uh, where did it go? Their high stem. Uh, it's oh, it says out of stock, coming back soon. So I can't even click on it right now. All right, never mind. Oh, well, right, so, so they have right. They have multiple pre-workouts. They had a, like just like a crack and stim powder. And that one actually had the uh, NN uh, diphenethylamine, uh, the ass kicker alkaloid from uh, Aria Gerensis in there. And it was, it was 400 milligrams of caffeine. It had some Maria in there and a couple of other things. I mean, it was it was all like stim and focus. I would stack that with the vasoblast and you got everything there. So I've been told before and maybe... I've been told that they will not allow NO3T technology in with Aria Gerensis. I've been told that before. Well, yeah, I'm saying within the same product, they probably won't. But if, if like another ingredient in your brand or another product in your lineup has it, is that it or? I don't know. Hmm. It's interesting. But yeah. So anyway, that's like kind of like an example where they wouldn't be able to put the, at least from what I know, I, maybe that's wrong, but I know someone else, another brand owner, that they weren't allowed to use NO3T in with their pre-workout because it had uh, Rio Trenzis at the same time. So that's just kind of one of those things where it comes to um, the the oversight of, um, and there's a lot of uh, trademarked and patented ingredient holders that certainly don't go the, that route. And they, don't, yeah. they don't have that much uh, input on people's formulas. Right. Um the the trademark thing so that that's brought all right so i want to go back to the the other thing with referencing shady stuff in a second but before that you and i both know our boy matt nickerson really well good guy base of six his birthday today is it well happy birthday matt yeah so coincided. i know he checks in every now and then but uh just yeah happy birthday to him yeah so his birthday he's 42 today and then cardia six is coming well he's making an announcement on the private facebook group tomorrow and Cardio six is on the way and it's his birthday. And that's what I was going to ask you. It's like, do you have any insights into what cardio? We need to get him back on the show. Maybe he needs to join us for the next bourbon brothers or an upcoming one when he's got time. I know he's got a lot of shit going on and he can jam with us about all this. Yeah, no, he's, um, yeah, for people that don't know, Matt was one of the first people. See, when I got into this space, I didn't know that like people were behind these ingredients. You know some yeah. of these these trademarked and patented ingredients and stuff like that, and I didn't I didn't know that process until I started using Vaso Six in Olympus Labs product, and I was like, man, there's something like going on with this thing that I just really like. And then getting Nomad, he sort of took me behind the curtain. I was like, wow, this is pretty fascinating. There's just people like normal people like us, yeah. you know what I mean, like behind some of these ingredients, and they 
I think like the process was there was some there was some research done at the University of South Florida, from what I remember correctly, and it was sort of had been put aside. They found it and said, we think there's something here to bring to the sports nutrition. That's how Vaso 6 sort of came about. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, so Compound Solutions picked them up and then distributed and all that good stuff. So anyway, um, he's got Cardius 6 now because he went he went through a whole legal situation with the NO3T person that I was just talking about. Yep. So there was a big giant shit show. The courts threw all the lawsuits out because they were Frivolous. bullshit. They were, they, were, they were bad. Actually, I read the court documents, too, and... The judge was pretty harsh on the no3t people like basically it was like a judge's way of saying like you're wasting my time like, <laughs> at least that's that's what I, I i might get a letter because i'm saying this you know because that guy likes to send letters but at the same time um that's that's what i read and that's all public it's all public record so but so now he's shifted his focus a little bit away from just in the pump section and he's he's coming out with a different uh, like a modified version of it's it's a green tea like Vaso Six is, but modified a little bit different where you definitely get some different effects. And as we know, there's there's like a million components of green tea that have like all these different sort of benefits. So it's yeah. um, it's whatever if you can extract something specific, kind of like what you just mentioned about Aria Jurensis. And pulling out like certain parts of it give you like a little bit different effects. Kind of same thing with green tea. That's why you hear all these crazy like people throw bulk green tea in something and they can make all kinds of crazy claims with that. That's why it's so popular. And that's why like it, it kind of got a bad reputation, I think, after Dr. Oz and stuff started pushing it because oh, yeah. people are like, well, this this doesn't work. It's like, well, it's because it's being sort of like screwed up. Yeah, yeah, misrepresented, I think a good way to put it, but yeah um okay uh did you see there's a class action lawsuit against the uh the bone proteins mm -hmm. yeah yeah so i talked a little bit about this i don't know what you know about it. i said so there's an interesting thing where I, you know talking to some attorneys and other people that have been involved in in settling class action lawsuits and other stuff and a lot of people I think that I, I was trying to be careful with how I sort of answer this question because I, I I respect Sarah and Josh a lot. I think that they, yeah. I don't for one second think that they purposely let anyone. So that's just my personal feeling. No, I mean it. I've had them on the the podcast before. Very mm -hmm. genuine, very nice. Sure, they're, they're, yeah, they're great people and stuff like that. Yeah, mm -hmm. I've had no issues with that. Um, and so I was surprised when I saw this, but my initial reaction was I want to see the lab tests. Right. So. And not to get in a defensive mode for them, but there was some people that I know. There's there's two people that sort of reacted to this. There was a lot of people that that you know a lot of people don't like Sarah. She's very outspoken. She's very so a lot of people jumped on this as a way to, you know, way to, you know, like everybody's got an angle. Yeah, or just pull her down or like steal her business or steal her clients or something like that by talking shit. Right. And then there's like people and not saying it's wrong because it's it's good to know that this stuff can happen. Like that's yeah. but sometimes sometimes and I don't want to say I don't want to say it to absolve a company, but sometimes there's nothing there's almost nothing a company can do sometimes to prevent this from happening. The manufacturer holds a lot of power here. 
So right. the best thing, and Prady and I, um, you know, when we consult for people all the time, we get these questions when it comes to compliance and, you know, your responsibility when it comes to legal things. Sometimes the best thing you can do or the only thing you can do as a company is to show good faith. Mm-hmm. Like it, you can't test every single bottle that comes out of production, you know what I mean? Or else you would never sell anything. And it's like, so sometimes all you can do is, is your due diligence. And then you, you can never be a hundred percent sure exactly like what's going on here all the time, which is you know tough. But one thing that I noticed and I didn't talk to Sarah about this. I haven't spoken to her, so I try not to say too many things. But one thing I noticed, if you've been following along with them for, you know, the last couple of years, I noticed probably like maybe last year when they started to get really uh, big and popular, mm-hmm. I believe they switched manufacturers. She talked about switching manufacturers mm-hmm. and and they started posting all of their testing data all the time with their protein. Yeah. So fast forward to me it seems like this is something that happened maybe a while ago with an old manufacturer and then they found out about it and then have rectified the situation but that's just me speculating which that's kind of why i didn't want to talk about it too much because it's a lot of speculation but to me that's kind of what it feels like is um but also at the same time these these class action lawsuits can be unbelievably frivolous and full of shit too at the same time so i think that it's i've learned my lesson in this space from speaking too quickly about this stuff that you should be real careful about what people say and there's some people that i've seen that i'm like i think you're gonna end up looking really stupid about all this and maybe you should just maybe you should just slow down agreed yeah especially you you brought up a good point with how frivolous and tedious the uh the class action suits i was talking to mark over at nutribio and like he's the the amount of stuff that time money effort he's had to waste into like a bunch of class action lawsuits coming out of california and like this none of this stuff ever hits the wire because it all ends up it's it's people that are just filing so that you pay to keep their mouth shut and you settle out of court they have no grounds for anything but it's like what's going to be what's the leap path of least resistance getting tied up in court to fight them on these bogus claims no because you're going to spend tens of thousands of dollars or you just settle real quick to shut them up not that you've Mm -hmm. done any wrong but it's the way to you know get things and so i know that's spoken to Mark and several other brand owners that have just, uh, you know, spoken about how many headaches and the, the tediousness of uh, these class action suits. They're, they're unfounded. It's just a way for people trying to get attention and do an easy cash grab. Yeah. And right. And not saying that that's happening here, but that stuff we need to be just as, it, it, use the example of Vaso six and the nitrate thing. Right. So when whatever the fuck their name is Thermalife or whatever that provides the, nitrates they sued matt vaso six compound solutions the whole nine yards uh about claims and stuff like that and they they really hurt his business people took his ingredient out of their products it was all over the news and stuff like that fast forward to two years later and the court basically threw everything out but the damage is already done right like like you know and that stuff happens this stuff happens all the time so when I see stuff like that, I try to look at past practice, if you can, of the business. I try to um, look at how they how they sort of run their offer operations, and you know, I think that that's just um, it's one of those areas where people should just you know maybe chill a little bit on what they say. I think it's people just looking for an opportunity to, to knock them down. There's a lot of people that are 
definitely jealous of them and they're a little bit um, butthurt about their success and that stuff happens. But at the same time, they, they could have been, you know, not absolving them from, from everything, but I just get the feeling there's uh, uh, certainly a lot more to it than, oh, they're just, they're just screwing over their customers. And now you saw the, the actual, cause there wasn't much information within the actual lawsuit. Yeah. It was like, they were like, oh, this one person in California, right? Right spent like $400 on their products in three years or whatever. And yeah, then it, and it's just the it was whole, really thin. It's, it's weird. The whole thing is just a little, it, it's certainly not enough where you can just go, Oh, freaking Bomar screwing everyone over. And you know, exactly. Yeah, I just don't see it. Yeah. Brooke, I got some great G crack on your recommendation. Would you consider it a pretty nice pre-workout as opposed to just a new tropic with some energy? Sorry if that doesn't make sense. So I think that like when people always ask me, like one of the common questions that we always get, what's, what's the best pre-workout? And we always say that it's, it's whatever, really at the end of the day, it's like whatever makes you feel good and gets you excited and gives you a good workout. Like it could be a cup of coffee. It could be um, a good night's sleep. It could be something like this. There's not really like, other than the stimulants and sort of nootropics in there, Although some nootropics, they do have like actual performance-based um, evidence because I think it, it sort of like locks you in and you're just more focused kind of on what you're doing. It lacks some, say, performance ingredients that are in traditional pre-workouts. But at the same time, there's no reason why you couldn't use it as a pre-workout. I mean, there's gonna it's going to give you plenty of energy. And it's not really designed for a quick, you know, some things are designed for quick bursts of energy and sort of like bringing you back down, say maybe an hour, an hour and a half, but then like stuff like this is meant to more like last for hours, hopefully maybe two, three hours like plus. So this isn't like specifically a pre-workout, but you can definitely use it as one, I think. I can't, so is this G-code or is this G-crack or what? I have no idea what she's talking about. So G-crack is actually, <laughs> I just, uh, Kristen just bought six tubs of it um because it's it's being we're actually doing the reformulation on it and it's going to be more an amazon uh, based product so amazon just has a little bit different uh things going on with it but they're yeah. the name the name is terrible um i don't know it, it was just it's on amazon right now yeah it's on amazon um so it's proprietary right it's it's a proprietary blend but sean Oh, here uh, it is. Okay. All right. I found it. Yeah. Sean that um, owns Nutrafit, mm -hmm. he owns Fat Lab, the company that makes this product also. Yeah. He provided the entire uh, breakdown of the formula on the private Facebook group before. And um, it's, it is honestly, man, I absolutely freaking love this thing. It's like got this uh, fizzy, like carbonated, like blue uh, lemonade sort of flavor to it. And it is so good. Yeah, it's got the sodium bicarbonate, so that's gonna give it the fizziness mm -hmm. to it. But it's it's a uh, thousand grams of, a uh, thousand milligrams of taurine and tyrosine each, 500 of alcar, 300 caffeine, 200 it's like, of extra. It's like not, it, it, you know, it's like kind of one of those things I remember like when I first saw it, I'm like, okay, that's cool. We've, we've used things similar before like lots of times these are ingredients um that we've all like known and experienced yeah. but man like i i use this thing all the time i love this thing yeah yeah this is uh 
I'd be curious to try this. This looks. I mean, I, I'm always up for good new chocolate. Like, I like all these ingredients, so you would like it a lot. You would. You would. Um, and as you can see, they changed it where before they didn't give out the dosages. Now, uh, yeah. now they do because. Um, well, there was a whole thing. There was a partnership there and some conflicting uh, ideas and, you know, the way this space is. But Those um, always go well. <laughs> right? Always yeah. go well. But so, for example, um, things like ty like tyrosine, acetylcarnitine, um, caffeine, obviously, with performance benefits. There's a lot of things going on there with a lot of, like, feel-good energy and things like that. And yeah. um, that's, I mean... That's what I like going to the gym anyway. I just, I like that happy, like mood. And you know, so yeah. whatever, whatever gets you there, I think is a, is a viable pre-workout. This one certainly fits. Agreed. Yeah. And Gerhard and I were talking about this. Uh, I don't know. We, we go back and forth, uh, kind of like you and I do. Like we'll pick out different ingredients or usually him and I, it's like nootropics for whatever. Whereas you and I, it's mostly like bourbon, <laughs> but I was like, him and I keep coming back to like acetyl carnitine is like in our top five supplements of anything. Just me too. Yeah. Anything I can take of it is just, I love that ingredient. It's just awesome. Yeah. I, I agree because, um, yeah, see, it's, it's not going to be like brain blitz. Yeah. It's not <laughs> brain blitz is pretty aggressive brain blitz. Uh, depending on what version of brain blitz you have, that one has DMHA in it. So you're talking about, you actually cannot, put those two, although both could technically give you a, a good workout. Yeah. These are, these are not products designed the same way at all. Like not even close. Yeah. Um, Brain blitz is much more aggressive. Yeah. I need to try that one too. Bro Brooke has mentioned that one several times before. It slams. Um, I need to do that. Yeah. It's, it's, it slams. I've tried it. Like I said, they've done a lot of, um, it, they've done a lot of like uh, different versions of the same product. So sometimes it's almost like, like Robbie where I can't keep up with what I will, we'll talk about Robbie too, but I can't keep up with what you're doing. I'm like, you know, when I just get the last one and I'm talking about that and he's already coming out with a new version is tweaked. And then yep. people are like, well, what's different? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Go read <laughs> so the label and come back to me. I don't know what's different. Like I, I'm yeah. still talking to people about version like five so, <laughs> he's killing me since we're, since we're on the topic of robbie uh this this can segue into this question is there a pre-workout you've helped formulate if not I'd be interested in trying something you put together mm. um yeah so any any of the apollon pre-workouts pretty much uh hooligan assassin uh <laughs> overtime yeah helped with all of those um the you, unbound you, line you helped with overtime you sick you sick human <laughs> being well, I remember when Robbie and I were first talking because I was I was we've got our uh, our home gym set up in the room right next door, and I remember Robbie sending back and forth saying, "Hey, I kind of like the original thing of this was I wanted to create like an all night kind of party pill that can rival an energy drink instead of people like drinking a bang before they go out and go to the club or just go out and like have a party that night." So I want to create something to do that, and that was the initial conversation for like the whole thing. And then we started tweaking with the formula. He talked to TJ at Fitness Deal News, and TJ said, "Why don't you make this like a super hardcore, high stim nootropic kind of thing?" And so that's kind of where it, it kind of snowballed from there. So that was the uh, that was the uh, initial of that. So if any anything by pretty much paralysis by analysis has has my hands in it uh, in some way, shape, or form. Uh, well, I know, like I was going to say, sorry. I know like another like non stim version that you formulated was um, Impels, right? He mentioned yeah, yeah, that, James over at Impel. Yeah, that's a killer. 
That is a killer non-stem product right there. Man. Yeah, that, that one's is, fun. Uh, yeah. The Impel one is really good. Bare Knuckle from Apollonis is another good non-stem. Um, the Unbound line that, that Nutribio released, uh, I was part of the team that was working on that. Um, and then here or there, I, I, I wouldn't claim credit for it. I've had like my like my brain picked on stuff, but I don't, I don't feel comfortable saying, oh, yeah, that's my formula or anything like that. I mean, because, mm -hmm. you know, the industry is the kind of like, hey, what do you think of this ingredient? And I'll, I'll give, you know, tidbits yeah. here and there, just ingredients, because that's just mm -hmm. kind of the way the, the thing is. But I mean, there's there's a ton of good stuff. So in addition to the ones I mentioned there, I mean, go check out. I like Ape Shit from Primeval. That's that's a, a prop blend, obviously, but I, I, it always works well for me, just in like an energy and focus standpoint. Hypermax, um, anything inspired puts out. Uh, it depends on like how what stim levels are you looking for paralysis by analysis. You want something like in the two to three hundred milligram range, or do you want like four hundred plus or like fun, the fun bonus stims like the Alpha Yohimbenes, Iridurensa, stuff like that too. So. Um, there's a bunch Un, of un, unbound is like one of my go-tos right i i find myself constantly going back to that one that thing i love that one yeah um did you ever try uh ruthless from iron brothers i oh, like yeah. that one i like mm -hmm. i like ruthless a lot mm -hmm. yeah yeah he does he does some good stuff yeah uh are all the ones you named that have helped formulate uh they had to be used in ocb um assassin definitely is not I would say I'm not sure about overtime. I don't know if Aria and or Nupept is banned by OCB, um, but Hooligan is is natural. Hooligan is has no banned substances, so even just doing like a half scoop of that with a half scoop of bare knuckle would be would be perfectly fine. Um, I don't think Ghosts has any um, banned ingredients in it. Mm -hmm. No, uh, theirs is all fine. Advanced Molecular Labs is another great company that does their pre workout solid. They've got a few different riffs on like uh nootropic slash pre-workouts too. their whole dopa rush series. So they have dopa rush, dopa rush, pre-workout, the regular pre-workout is solid. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I like that dopa rush. That's cool. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's, there are so many good ones. If, if you have like a stim level that you're looking at, we can, I can be a little bit more specific or Justin can be a little bit more specific with that. Yeah. Pre-workout recommendations are, are brutal. There's a million, there's a million of them out there. There, there absolutely are, man. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, there's, a a new tropic that I got working with condemned labs. That's in the, the piling test. I sent Brooke some samples of that to get her role on, to get her opinion on it. And we're supposed to try one or two other things with them. And then they we'll always, their formulas are always good. I, I like their stuff a lot. They, man, yeah. they, they don't mess around. No. And it's the 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 hard thing for them and i guess industry wide has just been like the lead times are crushing people right now oh, for yeah. all the, the stuff Insane. the material shortages the yeah mm -hmm. it's, yeah uh, it's it's it's, it's it's um where it used to be like even a couple of years ago whatever three or four weeks would be a long a long lead time now you're talking 16 20 weeks like Good luck. It's going to weed out a lot of people, man. You know, there's a there. One of the great things about the industry is also one of the things that makes it so brutal is that there is just this constant influx of new brands, and I think that that's great. We've talked about this subject a million times, but it's yeah. like at some point it becomes a detriment to the industry, and I think that we're we're in that area where it is a detriment because there's too many people that get into the space and have no idea what they're doing. Yeah. And not only does it, it hurt them, but it hurts just the whole entire industry in general, because 
I, I can't tell you how many times I'll see like a brand new company will come to me and say, Justin, sort of, what do you think about this? And they'll tell me like where they manufacture, what they do. And I'll look at the formula and I'm like, if you test that, I'm like, that's not, it's not going to be what's in there. I was like, I, and I'll try the product. And I'm like, this, this is, this does not feel the way it's supposed to feel. And manufacturers take advantage of that. They take advantage of people being desperate and in a hurry and not knowing what they're doing. And, yeah. um, it's why we have job security. I tell you that much. Uh, we'll we'll yes, always sir. have people needing information, but it, <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna uh, this whole thing is going to not only brands, but there's a lot of manufacturers that have been popping up and things like that lately. And I think that it's eventually gonna wash itself out, where a lot of brands are gonna give up, and it's gonna be more difficult for people because now a new brand, instead of you get excited about this concept that. Hey man, if I write you a check in a month, I can have my pre-workout for sale on the market. Yep. Uh, it's not like that anymore. Now you're talking four months, five months, and uh, you know it's getting worse and worse. So I think it'll weed out a lot of things when it comes to that. It's like you said, lead times are just absolutely insane right now. Yeah. Well, you want to crack that super skin ripping stim, please? That's my kind of guy right there. That's man. what we like, do. Well, uh, pick up the new Assassin V7 from uh, Apollo, and that's about as, as skin rip. Although I'm sipping on the uh, the Ninja Up pre workout right now, this is my my second go at it. I did the first try on it on Monday. Uh, no, Saturday I tried it for the first time. I very much like it. It's a uh, it's. I saw their sleep aid. I saw oh, what's his name, Orion at Honest Sup Reviews. Mm-hmm. Ryan did a breakdown of the sleep aid and I saw it and I was yeah. like, I mean, it's got Fenibit in it. So it's like, of course, <laughs> I, it's, it's I, said it, I said, it's like, it's like having DMHA in a pre-workout. I was like, it, it, it's almost like you can't compare it to other products that don't have it in there. It's because right. it's, it's, I don't want to say it's cheating, but it's like, <laughs> it's so it's like, powerful. Right? It's like back in the day when you would stick DMAA in anything, you can put any, literally anything else in the product and it would yep. People would be like, yeah, it's fucking awesome because yeah. <laughs> it had DMA in it. So uh, I think double impact, I will say this. And Robbie, I'm sorry because this is not something I would normally say, but I normally don't care like what the flavor of a pre workout is. But that double impact flavor is tough. That is a tough, <laughs> that is a tough one for me to get down. But double impact is awesome. So I, so, if you don't know the story behind Double Impact, what people were doing, which is genius, I didn't think of this, but once I heard it and I tried it, it was awesome. People were taking a half a scoop of Hooligan and a half a scoop of Assassin and combining them together. And the first time I did that, I was like, this is exactly, because for me, Assassin is like, it's like a, and this is just me nitpicking. I love Assassin. It's just a little bit, sometimes a little bit too much anxiety inducing for me. Like I'm not an anxious person. I don't have anxiety. So when I feel it, I don't, I'm like, I could do without that. Whereas Hooligan is for 600 and some milligrams of caffeine. Hooligan is very smooth. Yeah. So it's sort of like this amazing balance between the two of them where uh, you're not getting maybe as much anxiety, but you're getting all the energy and all the focus. Yeah. (laughs) That's a good one. So many well, lovely pre-workouts. We should talk about that too. That's one thing we should talk about. When you talk about like super cracked out stim stuff, yeah. just know that also when you start getting, one reason why we both love Apollon so much 
is because when you start delving into this space, that is where you run into companies that are totally fucking you over. They're, yes. they're, they're, they have shitty manufacturing processes. There's no QC involved. You don't know what ingredients you're actually getting. There's so many companies that all they do is throw a bunch of random stuff in there and you have no idea. Whereas actually a pollen, I think is very high quality. So you're actually getting the aggressiveness and you're getting this stuff, but you're also getting a company that does their due diligence when it comes to making sure that that's what's in there. Yeah. In the case in point, you brought up double impact. I have completely forgotten, forgotten about that one for a second, but there was some, uh, there was some trademark named of, of like the beta phenethylamine that was in there. And I said, Robbie, I've never seen, like it was called thin fin or, or something mm -hmm. like that. I said, Robbie, mm -hmm. I've never heard with this. I don't trust this. We need like, we should be testing this manufacturer or something. Mm -hmm. I've got the text message thread of this. He went, emailed the manufacturer said, what is this? And apparently it is the, the trademark form. So ThinFen was the trademark form of the beta PEA from that creative compound user. So they sent me the whole C of A and all of that stuff. Like you go and do that for most companies, they're not going to tell you, or they're not going to do that kind of due diligence mm -hmm. with it. So it's, mm -hmm. you know, I don't want to toot a pollen's horn all that much, but I mean, that's, that's, that separates. And you go to some other companies like Inspired would do the same thing. Performax would go and do the same thing. Ghost would do this. Like there's, there are really quality companies that, we recommend well, and the reason we recommend them so often is because we know where they're getting their shit done. We trust them. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of the same thing. You, it, it's hard to ever ensure 100% all the time, but if right. you know, companies that are doing their due diligence behind, and, and this is probably like, I think you, Robbie would probably say this, this is from experience. Um, like something that you talked about, Mark Glazier. I remember when he talked about opening his own manufacturing facility, he goes, he's like, people think we did it to save ourselves money and stuff. He's like, no, he goes, I just couldn't trust anyone else to do it. So I said, I'm just going to go do it myself. So it's like people learn the hard way in the space. And fortunately they, they kind of get through it and then they, you know, they sort of take a different approach. So, right. and I think that's what a, a Paulin's done. That's why you see, you've seen like the, you see these constant tweaks to the formulas and the brand itself is because they're, they're learning, you know, like everyone else as they go. And correct. Yeah. yeah, but Assassin version seven is. Did you get to try it yet? It's in route as we speak. Robbie yeah. sent me a package yesterday. Yeah, same here. I'm hoping that um, we're going to get to test it out this weekend with a whole bunch of people and uh, get pretty good. crazy with it. So I'm gonna have to go give some to my uh, neighbor. He's like this six foot two, two hundred and thirty pound guy. I'm like he's. He's a big guy who played football in high school and college and stuff. So I'm ready to – I've given him three or four other, like, bottles of pre-work at that headline around here, and he's liked all of those. So I'm curious to to test it on him and see how he likes it. Chesian. Hey, Robert. Hey, Chesian. Uh, can you all share your thoughts on cross-flow microfiltered protein versus ion exchanged whey? You got any thoughts, Justin? Yeah, I think that um, it, it doesn't change the protein content. But I think ion exchange way is uh, kind of a red flag uh, for me. It's a mark, much harsher way to treat the protein. And as we know, like, yes, it's important to get the protein content, but that is not the end all be all of, of whey protein, right? You're, there's a lot of microfractions and all this kind of other stuff going on when it comes to protein. So you want to protect that as much as possible. And the more, the higher temperature, the heavy chemicals, that's kind of what's going on with ion exchange. But I think it's, I think it's a, and Redcon was doing it for a while. I think Redcon changed that because that was one reason why I hated Redcon's protein powders, ion exchange way. And I think 
Allmax still does this. Yeah. They're, in one of their blends, they use some iron exchange weight. I just don't. I I think it like I said it doesn't necessarily make it look bad, but I just think it's a practice that is a little bit of a red flag for me. I don't. I don't. It's a cheap. It's a cheap way to to treat your protein, and you're definitely going to be losing some of the maybe underlying benefits uh, from the actual protein itself. Yeah, and there's no reason to really go with an ion these days. I mean, there's so many companies and for a reasonable price that are using the the cold process exactly. cross flow mm-hmm. uh, way that you don't need to bother with the ion exchange. There's there's so many options out there, and there's going to be more expensive ones, and there's going to be less expensive ones, but they're still using the the cold press cross flow method, and just just go for that one. Yeah, because I always tell people like uh, if you are just now getting into protein and working out, like you you. you you have hit the you've hit the honey spot because we, this is the golden age of protein. Not only from a flavor standpoint, but from a quality standpoint. Um, there's yeah. never been now. Granted, like it costs a hell of a lot more than it used to, but yeah. there's never been higher quality, better tasting protein. You know, in the past, this the, the market is just flooded with amazing protein right now. So I agree. I don't. I don't really think. Like I said it's not. It if you're just taking it for the actual protein number then okay i don't necessarily like but i just there's no reason to do it right a pollen pre-workout flavor recommendation tolerable fruit punch the strawberry margarita of hooligan is pretty good the the strawberry margarita flavor is good yeah uh i don't even i'm not going to answer this because people and their flavors man i just don't I can't, I can't figure them out. I, it, when yeah. it comes to something like high octane pre-workout, that's gonna, I don't give a shit what it, what it tastes like. And so I, I just have different thoughts when it comes to flavor. I think just whatever it is, Fuzz, I remember having the fuzzy navel hooligan. I thought it was fine. And, yeah. Uh, it's just, it was super, super, uh, tart. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. I just chug it and yeah, just go, get on go fuck shit up at the gym. Yeah. You're welcome, Chazian. Uh, last call for questions, guys, and then uh, we'll be hopping off here in a little bit. Um, you guys got any other closing remarks, comments, questions? We'll uh, we'll jump it. If not, then we'll uh, we'll table them for next week, and we can do that. Yeah. So um, in the meantime, was there anything you want to talk about? There. Oh no, I had a question from Devin about cardio. Is it cardio or cardia six? Cardia. Cardio with an A. <clears throat> okay. All right. Um, but yeah, you, you kind of touched on that already and I want to get, uh, Nickerson on the show so we can talk about some of that. Yeah. Because like, um, and Devin asked me on my question sticker this morning too. And I, I said, I'm not sure how much I can say because like Matt sent me like the, the material that they're sending to the brands, the study and you know, the manufacturers so that they have all their, but I don't know how much like he disclosed to the public so i'll just let him kind of do that but i think you can kind of get the picture it's in the it's in the green tea family there's just a much like vaso six they're doing something very specific with green tea Mm -hmm. to elicit a certain uh, result kind of like vaso six but different at the same time yeah would you guys have any brand recommendations for good quality whey ice (laughs) oh man how much time do you have (laughs) how much money do you want to spend (laughs) I will say that I probably have 25 different brands of protein in my supplement closet right now. And every single one of them is good. Yeah. Um, I don't even know where to start. I mean, 
core core I think is a good one um, because they're God everybody's flavors are good. Um, Astro Flav just popped my head. I have Astro Flav and uh, Like a Pros in there. I mean Nutribio is good and yeah Nutribio Primeval Performax. They're all crossflow whey isolates. Um, mm-hmm. Cage Muscle is an isolate. I've never tried any of their stuff. I don't know. They use good quality stuff. Axe and Sledge is farm fed is um, is so good. The salted caramel one is like mind blowing. Yeah. Um, one Up Nutrition makes some really great tasting proteins. Yeah, they do. Colin uses whey isolate, but it's it's an isolate uh, casing hybrids. I don't know if you're okay with casing in there too, but uh, yeah. Which we, pre- I think, you, I don't know if you prefer that as well. I prefer that. Well, yeah, I just, I like a thicker tasting shake. Like some people like a thin tasting shake because they don't want it to settle. Yeah. I want like a milkshake tasting thing. Like I want, I like that, that creamy richness to it. Yep. Same here. And I don't know if, if you listen to Fuad Abiyad's podcast or anything like that. They've had a uh, debate a couple of weeks ago. Do you sit down or stand up for one thing? I only, I only, I don't even know if you want to get into this or not. I only listen to your podcast, Robert. I seriously don't listen to anybody else's podcast. Uh, lots and lots, lots and anything reasonable for the quality. Yeah, any well, of those we just named. Maybe maybe we should go and make a list. Like just, you and I can talk offline, and I'll I'll put a list together of like stuff that we like. And I guess we can either we can post it up in the supplements new group, and I can put a list on the the supplement engineer website too, just of stuff that we have in our own personal collections or we've tried and we really like or something like that. Yeah, well, there's like two uh, things about this answer too. <clears throat> One, I, I, whenever I answer it, I always forget about like several ones that I really like. Yeah. But also, like it's it's a good like it's a really good thing that we can't that we can't go like that's the one and that's the one and or you can only like these are the two that you want like there's everybody's making good stuff these days like I don't want to say everybody but everybody like when you really dig down into so all that's i think that's why branding again is becoming so critical is because people are realizing that everybody's making quality fully dosed transparent like all those buzzwords everybody's making the same stuff now so the branding so if there's anything actually that maybe be better ask this person is there anything that sort of caught your attention as your because i think robert you can kind of probably relate to this i don't I don't read the internet when it comes to supplements, stuff like that. I don't shop for things. So uh, yeah. I don't get bombarded with the ads and stuff that people do. Right. So I'm not always one of, like up on what everyone's getting exposed to until they, until they start asking me questions on my question sticker. Correct. Yeah, and then I'm you like, got to oh, like, who the hell is this brand? I've never yeah. heard of it. And you go I, can tell, I can tell who's spending a lot of money on Facebook ads based on my uh, questions. Questions, so, yeah. I don't know if there's anything that this person, if you've – anything caught your attention i think we can it's easier to get feedback about something specific yeah chesney either drop a comment in the feed real quick or uh in the after the video is over or shoot me an email the supplement engineer at gmail.com or uh justin a message uh at supplement snoop at supplement snoop on instagram is a a good place i always do questions every single day so you've been doing that for two years straight now just about it's like yeah like two and a half years now yeah Avi has redefined the branding landscape. Have they? I don't know. Oh, God. Sean's such a – he's such a <laughs> fanboy for Avi. Look at him coming here at the last second, throwing in an Avi fanboy, Mark. Is he on the take from Avi? Is that it? Is that where we're going? 
I don't think that they've redefined it at all, but I think that they do. Actually, I was just talking to Pretty about Aubie last night. They, they're good. They're yeah. Good. What do mm-hmm. they? I guess what is their the thing? Just the, their packaging and everything. Like, so I mean, I've, I've talked to to Ron over at Aubie before. Well, I think that so there's two often, and I think Sean's obviously using hyperbole here, but yeah. if you look at if if you look at the sports nutrition. So if you look at the sports nutrition space, that's a little different. Like if you look at um, things, even just in the collagen game, like the vital proteins, if you look at like Amazon, everybody shits on Amazon, like in this space, Yeah. those people make so much more money than sports nutrition brands. And they, they do things with branding that blow some of the sports nutrition brands away. But in our little space here, I think Avi does uh, an amazing job. But coming on here and saying they've redefined the branding landscape and then saying prove me wrong is just like that's just like YouTube BS commentary, Sean. You can do better than that. <laughs> like, oh, prove me wrong. Like I say something outlandish and then prove me wrong. It's like, okay. Well, it's super collagen. So we, Sandy and I tried uh, a few of these flavors of them. Some of them were better than like you could taste like the, I don't know, like it had, Sandy said it tasted like nails. Like a couple of the flavors. Some of the flavors were really good. The other ones were kind of. Everything I've had has been really good. I think that they, um, when they first came out with their brand, I mean, I said it as soon as I first saw it, I was like, this is going to do well. (laughs) Because it, so one thing that they're doing that good companies do that you see a lot of um, companies go wrong is people try to get in the space and they try to appeal to everyone. That that doesn't work. You know what I mean? So if you figure if you find your niche and just it just go a thousand percent at your niche that's when you're and i think that's exactly what they're like they're essentially when you come out with a brand like this you're telling 50 percent of the customer base not that you can't have crossover that men will buy this stuff but you're essentially saying we're not worried about 50 percent of our customer base yeah and i i make the comparison with like black rifle uh, coffee mm-hmm. they are hardcore conservative american you know pro they they basically make fun of like liberals every day on there but they have they have cornered the market on their target customer so well that they don't need 50 i mean 50 percent of the world's population is still a lot of people yeah so i think that was a really that was one thing i noticed about obvi that i think was really smart is not trying we get way too often sean can probably back me up on this. He talks to a lot of brands and this happens with a lot of small brands getting a space. They, their dream is to, I, you know, Oh, I want, I want to appeal to the every man or the every woman. That's, that is yeah. not, going to get you nowhere in this space. You're going to get run over by companies with much better, with just as good formulas and much better branding and marketing and stuff like that. So yeah. something like Aubie's doing where they're just like, we're going to pick one niche and just, that's what I that's what I like. That's what I would do too. I, I yeah. love their approach. I love those guys. Yep. And Sean. Yeah. I, and Sean. I, I love Sean. I, yeah, we I, love Sean. I, I have fun with him because he is he's an Obvi fanboy. He really is. Well he said the, the the protein bars are really good, so I'm gonna have to go hunt those down and get some. Yeah. They said oh, because and... of what you told me last week about the Alani new energy drinks, I went mm-hmm. to ATB and I bought all seven flavors and I'll come home and Sandy all said, seven. Robert, what the fuck? <laughs> she said, What the fuck, Robert? I said said well, Justin said that the branding and like the drinks and stuff. We got to try them out. Let's go. Which is okay. We'll, we'll try. So we're trying those out tomorrow. 
and like that i mean seriously though like and i just i'm like obsessed with that cosmic energy can like i was just like that is like just they nailed that um branding of that thing and i think that that's one thing like sean talking about redefining branding as much as alani new gets a lot of crap in this sports nutrition uh, they they're i mean you can't deny what they've done with branding and appealing to an entirely new market i mean they they absolutely yeah. slaughtered it so yeah yep uh how important is boron when it comes to free testosterone uh you know i i love gorilla chemist and i think that um there's a lot of like he's obviously sorry i'm not as like over the moon about boron as he is and like some other people that i've seen they they really like this trademark version of boron but i think boron is like you see it in a lot of testosterone boosters because there is some application when it comes to it. i don't the problem is a lot of times too it's like you see it within a bigger formula that might work and it really just kind of i don't know testosterone boosting is such a brutal kind of topic to cover yeah you know, so it's like I don't know. Like, there's something there, but I, I'm not like. Crazy I mean, it's it, boron is an essential trace mineral. So I guess I can say it like this: it's an essential trace mineral. If you are deficient in boron, then supplementing it with it will be important for your free testosterone because it's involved in the, the synthesis of testosterone. So, mm -hmm. if you're deficient in it, supplementing with it obviously becomes important. If you and it will have an effect, as shown in the research, because the studies on boron or on people that were deficient in boron. So having that would absolutely help with it. Yeah, so it's, it always goes back to when it comes, because that's probably the question I get most uh, is about, especially from guys, is boosting testosterone. And it's like, yeah. it's not ever as simple as this is what will do it for you. It's what in particular are you struggling with? And that's the problem is most people don't know. And I'm not saying that like not knowing is, is – is maybe your fault because it's like well i don't know like what, are you struggling with stress are you deficient in born are you you know trying to... so it's like yeah. finding out what actually the problem is is the key and then you can sort of correlate whatever ingredient so it's a tough one testosterone's tough um you always have to back it up with blood work too and people don't do blood work so it's like a lot of times people just go by feel which is then muddies the waters you know even more i think yeah Paralysis by analysis. Agreed. Uh, you could care less about flavors or you couldn't care less about flavors. Oh, the grammar police is out. Being an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think in this one thing, too, that you know this is anytime you start using the Ariadrensis and PEAs and all that stuff, that, that stuff tastes like Horrendous. shit. Go taste regular PEA by itself. It is one of that, like raw teacrine, raw oh. pine bark extract. Man, bark some of these things are so so horrendous tasting yeah so sometimes there's just not much you can do about it you know if you want uh if you want it euphoria no idea what that is i'm gonna pull that up real quick and see shopnaturallife.com euphoria mood energy enhancer drink mood enhancer energy drink uh yes i'm over 18. come on uh let's see speaking of energy drinks this big oh, if, if these Alani new drinks suck, I'm sending you the invoice for the uh, the the sixteen dollars I spent on these things. I don't. I don't even know if like I really didn't even drink them. I just like the I just like the actual cans. Can I get a? Let me see the the profile. 
What the fuck is that? Okay, hold on. We're gonna we're gonna watch Robert not having any idea how to work the internet real quick while I look this up. Uh, euphoria mood and his unbelievable happiness with nootropics. Oh boy, I'm so excited for this. I, I I don't. Most people know I don't really care for energy drinks too much. Yeah. Acai berry, pineapple, coconut, and cotton candy. Why can't you just show me the actual? One of the reasons why I'm not that big as I'm drinking an energy drink, I realize. But like, yeah, one, of the reasons, <laughs> one of the reasons why I'm not that big on energy drinks, nothing against them, but you can find nootropics that are just much better. You know what I mean? They're they're just way better. They're way cheaper, way more effects. If you can't find a label for it, that's usually a big red flag. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've clicked on two different sites, and they just don't show me a, a label on this son of a bitch. And so uh, if you can send me the, the label for it, JoJo, uh, yeah, we, we can talk about it. That's not a good sign. If it doesn't show you the label right away, I always tell people, if you can't find a label right away, then just move on. I, yeah. I will say this. Without even seeing the label, without even seeing what they're putting in, I they're guarantee there's, they're not doing anything that other companies haven't already done or maybe even doing better. I guarantee there's nothing special about the energy drink. It's just whatever, you know, kind of floats your boat. It's good. Nice to see you two back together again. Yeah, man. It's You'll be surprised. Apparently, people really like when we do podcasts together. I've gotten a ton of feedback since we had, like, so we did the episode two weeks ago, and then we launched Bourbon Brothers last week, or Bourbon Bros, and it's I've gotten a ton. So, you know, apparently, uh, people like us blabbering about whatever, well, man. Yeah, what's not the like, right? What is, so, uh, that's a question for Sean. Is Sean, are you going to... Make it down for a pollen in uh, October. I know it's kind of uh, a ways off, so maybe because you'll be there, right, Rob? I'll be there. Yep. Robbie will be there. What else? What else do you need? You need nothing. And we're actually we're gonna make Robbie doesn't drink alcohol. It is our mission to get Robbie to drink some bourbon. Oh. If I'm going all the way up to Jersey, he's gonna have some bourbon with us. Listen, I, 99.99% of the time, I would immediately say fuck yes. But, but, Robbie, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure that's a good idea. My, my Although God, I will say this, I will say this. If, if we do, we absolutely have to do a podcast that night. Because yes. the, 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 what would come out of that would be amazing. Well, Ro Robbie's already pretty spicy, just what he doesn't have any alcohol in this system. So. <laughs> We'll definitely. We'll get some stories. Uh, we might need to have people sign a waiver before they watch it to say that no, that you're not allowed any butthurt feelings or anything from listening to this podcast. Can you imagine Robbie's "I don't give a fuck" level going up even higher? Uh, okay. So yeah, I'm in, I'm in now. I'm in. All right, there we go. Gerhard, what's going on? He's, he's, he's lying. You're so full of it. Drew a love for raw tea, cream, and artificial grape flavor mixed together. You are a sick fuck. Sick I don't believe him. I don't believe him for a second. No, raw tea, cream is gross. Like, certain things like acetyl carnitine and like NAC and acetylcysteine, those things just taste like super acidic, kind of vinegary. And th those are, I can choke those down. Raw mushrooms, yeah, that's fine. Um, tea cream no. is still, it's, it, I mean, they're all rough. Like, regular raw rhodiola is horrendous but you just you get used to it after a while gerhardt's palate is just a train wreck. well this is this also coming from the guy that likes white claws so 
That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So. Uh, thanks for chiming in, Gerhard. How yeah, are things in California, by the way? What's going on over there? So, yeah, man, we've uh, crushed the comment section. You got a, uh, any other closing thoughts before we uh, put a bow on this thing and send it out the door? No, I think that was uh, that was good. Good, cool. Yeah. All right, man. Well, then uh, thank you to all the the listeners tuning in on the live stream. Well, Justin and Sean have have beards. I'm a uh, Nice baby, baby skin face individual. Yeah, Sean's looking good, man. I saw some of his pictures uh, from one of his vacations. You're you're hanging in there, man. Still killing it. It's good to see. Gerhard's amazing in California because he doesn't go anywhere. Probably a good thing. Yeah, there you go. Same here. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thank you for the listeners tuning on the live stream. If you like what we're doing here, make sure to uh, like, comment, subscribe on the video. If you're catching this on uh, iTunes or any other podcast perusing platform, please give us a five-star review. That helps us climb up in the almighty algorithm that dictates anything and everything to which we are exposed these days. And our uh, overlords. Exactly. It pleases, our- it pleases our overlords and lets us <laughs> reach more people. Agreed. So, uh, yeah, man, thank you again for this. And we'll, uh, we'll be in touch as always, my friend. All right, brother. Bye.